right, guys. Episode one, Sky U Pod, Go for Football Podcast. This is your host for today's show, Curtis Felton. Uh, we are all lifelong Gopher fans in here. Uh, joining me is Max. Hello. Spencer. Hi there. How are you all doing? And basically, um, we just wanted to join a podcast, uh, make a podcast really, about just talk and go for football. There's not a lot out there. There's a couple, but... Uh, you know, this is just one you can join in, grab a beer like we're having, talk over football with some buds. You know, that's right, Curtis, and I think that you're spot on with it. I mean, there's not many avid Gopher fans out there, so I think that this is a good way to kind of bridge that gap, hopefully, to, you know, get some Gopher fans listening in and paying attention to some Gopher football. Absolutely. And after, uh, uh, let's just get this boring stuff all the way at the top. We do have a Twitter account, uh, at SkyUPod1 on Twitter. You can tweet at us questions you want answered or just join Go For Football Talk. We're always looking to talk Go For Football there. Or email us topics that you want to hear us talk at skyupod at gmail.com. And fellas. Good deal. This is Monday before the Penn State game. Um, we're a little late to the party. But the hype has never been higher. Um, I just want to get your guys' thoughts on the first. Start with the non-conference briefly. What did you guys think after the first three games of the season for this team? Max, go ahead. Um, honestly, I was nervous at first, just seeing like the competition we were playing. I know going to Fresno State was probably a little tougher of a game than it maybe look like just being a night game and the time difference and everything. And I don't know. I think right away, initially I was definitely nervous, just kind of thinking like, okay, if we, if we're struggling with these teams, what are we going to do when we face the big 10, even like a Nebraska or who knows what was going to happen? Even like a Illinois, if we just didn't show up, but it almost felt like coming into the big 10, our offense kind of turned it on our defense buttoned it down and we look like a totally different team now at that South Dakota state game. Oh my gosh. That uh, <laughs> yeah. I was, oh, I was so scared. Mm. I was, I'm not gonna, I kind of always felt like our offense would get it going at some point, just cause we saw how they were all rolling at the end of last year, but our defense against South Dakota state, we didn't even look like we were the better athletes out there. And that had me just, so concerned with how the rest of the season is going to go. I'm like, oh my gosh, was Rossi just like I mean, to end the year? Uh, right. And you know, it was scary because we're going into a Fresno State team that the year prior was a little frightening, in my opinion. You know, a good Mount West team out there. Yeah, they were a good team. And after seeing that South Dakota State game, it really did frighten me. And, you know, those first few games of the season, you know, they were inside, you know, a score each you know, easily could have gone either way in all three of those games. And I got to tell you, before that Purdue game, oh, I mean, I was a little nervous. But, you know, we had that bye week, and I think that that kind of came at a, a better time, honestly, um, for us the, to compete in the Big Ten. The but, offense completely changed from that point on, the bye week. I don't know what it was. I, I don't know if we just let it rip in the playbook or what, what went what changed but 
it's like they tried to stay so vanilla the first three games of the year. Yes, and if soft you, served. If you yeah. go, to, <laughs> if you that's go, exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna say too. That there was a post game press conference where someone asked PJ like, "Why? Like, what's going on with the run game? Like, why is it so simple?" And you could tell how frustrated he was because he was just like, "We're just doing our game plan. Like, I don't know what you want us to do." Almost right, like right. in the back of his head, he's like, "Just wait." Like, <laughs> right. exactly. We don't want to show too much yet. I think it's smart. Although we did run that little razzle dazzle play game one, but gotta get the right. points. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> The second we ran that play, I was like, well, that play's gone. <laughs> we need to pull out all the stops yeah. for this. I mean, I'm, and it's always tough that I don't want to rip on South Dakota State too much, but we're a Big Ten team with big hopes, you know, for the Big Ten season. So, yes, right. I get it. They're, they are a great FCS team. That's a team I was hoping to come out and win by, like, 14 to 17 points to start the year. But For you know, sure. Yeah. We grew from that. Those first games is always just like, what's going to happen? Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, to start the year, you know, you always want, you know, if you know the Gophers, they're going to play their non-conference games to start the year. And every year going into it, you think you you have to win these games, right? I mean, going into the Big Ten, I mean, it's every game's kind of a challenge, you know. Everyone poses a threat. So... <laughs> If you want to keep moving on with the season, you know, you just got to really take each game at a time, which I think, you know, the Gophers are, have been doing as of late, you know, hearing that they're taking, you know, this is the bull season against, you know, Maryland or Rutgers were, you know, oh, and oh, that's what they've been saying. And I think that's a good mentality to have going Absolutely. into this, these next few games here, too. What I was going to add. Since that Purdue game, and I will, I will credit. Um, I actually noticed this once. I heard uh, uh, Gopher sports writer uh, Ryan Burns for I think his website's two forty seven. I'm not positive, but he did yeah, mention it. Right. Uh, they introduced a lot more outside zone run in that Purdue game, and mm-hmm. we ran that all the time against Nebraska, and they had no answer for it. Um, and that's just added a completely new element, like. It's just opened up so many holes all over for this rushing game in the Gopher offense, and that's why you're seeing mm-hmm. Rodney Smith run for what five straight hundred yard games now. I think it right. is right. I mean, that's huge, and especially having the receiving core that we have this year. I mean, wouldn't you guys agree? Isn't this one of the best receiving cores that the Gophers have ever had? I mean, they're just it stellar. Is. Yeah, it, it is probably the best. It's not even close. It's, right. I mean, you, these fellas can catch that ball. Do you remember a time with like multiple like guys? Like it's always been this year this year's our we have Eric Decker. Okay, now we got we got Max Williams. Okay, now right. we have now we have KJ May. It's always been like a one guy. One one threat, one sided threat, yeah. top heavy guy, right? That I mean, made the plays. I don't know how many catches KJ May had a senior year, but I think they're like all on third down and they're all the move the sticks. Like he was, he was the only guy we could rely on to throw. Right. To so that's just, yeah. The, refreshing this year to have. And um, yeah, I definitely would agree with that. Um, you know, it also, we have a lot of good backs too. Honestly, we have um, Ibrahim at the back as well. Shannon Brooks, you know, kind of backing up Smith there. And I think they all are fantastic backs, you know, 
Yeah. One guy can have be having a fantastic game and they can just stand out and carry the load if needed. So it's good to have options. Yeah. What I have a question for you guys. Um, what do you think about the defensive side of the ball since the start of the season to where we are now? Um, yeah. How do you think they're faring? Just uh, the D line is night and day different. It's not even close. I know Insanity. Carter Coughlin has been battling an injury. They've been saying, or well, Fleck won't say that, but again, Ryan Burns and everyone else has been speculating on it. Uh, mm -hmm. They were just not, they were just getting pushed around. I keep going back to that South Dakota state game. Uh, Sam Renner. I ripped on him nonstop for the first three weeks because he got, three or four defensive holding calls and you never when do you ever see that call being made right you get three or four i'm like oh my gosh this is going to be a long year and mm -hmm. purdue they uh, the first half was great against purdue second half we got some sloppy tackles but from ever since the purdue game it's been unbelievable actually did you see they moved up 76 spots in total defense this past month in of october is that right? Seven. It was like 76 or 74 spots, which is insane over the course of four games. Wow. They've been shut down. They've been, I mean, if we just break down this last Maryland game, you guys know when we were texting off how scared I was of Maryland because the last two times we played. Them. Oh, they, I mean, they just ran. If they hit that edge, I mean, they're gone. I mean, every play that they scored on, if I am not mistaken, was like a breakout play, not even scored in the red zone, you yeah. know, the last year. So, so, I mean, for me, that was like the real test for Rossi because, okay, now here you go. You have a team. I know Maryland had a couple guys banged up, but we've seen their good athletes run all over us the year before. Mm -hmm. Let's see if we have the right D coordinator that can come up with a scheme and stop these guys. And I mean, from the improved tackling from the start of the season to just all of our guys swarming to the football right now. Yeah. I can't, I have no complaints about the defense. Totally agree with you, as well as just the dumb play or like the dumb decisions, you know, the dumb flags, turning the ball over. I think that we've, you know, kept from doing all of that kind of yeah, those dumb mistakes. And I think that's huge. Anything we, you want to add, Max? Sorry. Yeah, just an observation. I mean, if we're coming from a couple of years ago, have we had any targetings this year on defense? That is a great. I'm pretty I sure we led the entire so. NCAA with like a million targetings, and like we had no players for most of our first yeah. half of the games, or like I cannot. It would always I, be like the second play of the game, like Duke McGee. Yeah, <laughs> Duke <laughs> McGee just crashing down. Nose, that crashing dude had a problem. He, slant. Did, he got like five of them. I feel like throughout his career. I oh. mean, I think to this day, Illinois has a sour taste in their mouth when they play <laughs> Northwestern us. Northwestern hated him. <laughs> I um, mean, Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah, I was gonna say, Pat Fitzgerald was like, if we don't unionize, he thought right, it was like a thing. whole golfer problem because Duke McGee, I think, got like two or three of them against Northwestern in his career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would have thought we were yeah. like the U, like Miami in the eighties, right? Yeah, talked to that's Pat a, Fitzgerald. That's a He's great. Like, These point, guys are just thugs. Yeah, we I, were smoking people. Yeah, I think no our defense targeting. is just smart. Like they're just a smart team, even like. Even if there's like a bad matchup or we're undersized or we just get some sort of bad matchup, we have like the right scheme. We have the right, you know, mentality to attack an offense a certain way that I don't know. I feel like our technique has gotten so much better, even just from last year. Like we just seem like a smart team. Yeah. Do you think that this bye week, you know, coming off another one here, do you think this is going to be beneficial for these golfers or do you think that this 
is going to play more in favor for Penn State. I mean, they're also coming off of a bye week, but what do you guys think about, you know, us I, coming off of it? You could argue we had two bye weeks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I have no problem. I, I'm happy we had a bye week. I think it, when you're the underdog, I think the extra time benefits you. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. Because looking think at too... Penn State, they have freak athletes everywhere, and I'd rather have more time yeah. to prep for that. <laughs> Go ahead, Max. Got to cover Hamler. I was going to say, too, just coming back to like, we're such a smart team. I feel like mentally we're just in it all the time. And I think PJ has done a really good job of keeping us focused that, you know, I don't think this is going to be one of those bye weeks where we come out flat. I think we're going to come out, you know, flying. We're going to have our, our game plan ready to go. And um, I think giving Kamal Martin another week off is definitely nice to have. Amen to that. He's a force on defense, him and Coughlin. I think they're, and Winfield, I think those three are like, you know, the cornerstones of our defense. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I have to give a shout out to, our top two corners, Coney Durr. And yep, that Saint pick six. Juicy. Is it Juicy or Juicy? I don't he's know. A, he's a transfer from Saint Michigan, Juicy? but yeah, he has been just great. And if, I don't know if you guys know the story, but basically, it sounds like Harbaugh just kind of like he got hurt. He had an injury over there, and Harbaugh basically just tried to like replace his scholarship by saying, "Oh, he's not really. He probably shouldn't be medically cleared to play or whatever." And that ticked him off, and so he. He entered the transfer transfer portal. portal. And we got him, and he's he's a starting cornerback for us now. And he's been he's been locked down. He really has. That's huge. Do you think that? Who do you think they'll have, or how do you think we're gonna protect? You know, or defend against KJ Hamler? I mean, that kid is something special. I think Winfield's gonna have his arm or his hands full with him. He's gonna be covering over the top and having to make a lot of tackles. I would imagine, well, I'm not going to be shocked. I, my guess would be, if you heard PJ talk about the Purdue game, what we were doing with uh, um, oh, Rondale Moore, that's his name, from Purdue, uh, we were going, like, we had a, just man on him, but then we were playing zone everywhere else. Um, there's a term for that. I can't remember what it's called. But basically, so that way he's always getting at least double covered because whatever zone he go to, there's another guy helping out. I would imagine they'd like to try and do that against Penn State. But to be honest, Penn State's got so many athletes, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to do that all the time. But we'll see. Yeah, and Penn State's got a pretty good stable of backs too that it's going to be tough to kind of single out one of their you know weapons because you can only do so much to, you know, lean towards one guy, but then that's just going to open up holes and spots all over the field for all their targets and weapons. Do you know who their leading rusher is in attempts? I can't remember his name. Is it the younger? Is it the freshman? It's it's their quarterback. Their quarterback leads really? their team in rush attempts. Yeah. That'll be a, wow. that'll be a new element for us to deal with. Jeez. He's pretty mobile. Yeah. Another thing with Hamler, though, I think my biggest fear for him is just his punt returning. I mean, his special teams is unreal. He can catch the ball with a yard of space, and he'll break out like a 30-yard Oh, game. boy. <laughs> and if there's one critique we have so far for the Gulfs this season, it, the special teams has an yeah. open stellar. Don't give, him like, <laughs> don't, don't give him like a 30-yard line drive punt. <laughs> like, Jeez. I, just kick it out of bounds. 
I'll be but like 35 yards out of bounds. That's it's just totally it's kind of me. been something different. Like we've missed an extra point. We've been our last week against Maryland. Maryland was the last game, right? Yep. Yeah, Maryland. I keep getting that one and the Rodgers game mixed up in the order. They're but, uh, pretty much they're coexisting because yeah. <laughs> they entered at the same time and really they pose no threat to anyone in the Big Ten. Oh, we can we can say that this year. <laughs> we yeah. Beat them but uh. Yeah, um, our kickoff coverage was not great against Maryland, so if we're going to give them space, that might be a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to lie, agree. Though, If I've watched a couple of their games for Penn State, and getting, uh, I think Clifford's the quarterback's name, he can get kind of happy feet in the pocket at times, and he's not, I don't know, it's, I mean, I hear national people talk about him, like, super highly, and he's not super impressive he's more of a great athlete and can obviously sling it too but i don't know he's made mental mistakes he's only a sophomore so i mean Mm -hmm. he's young we can rattle him i think is what i'm saying i think so too um i think that if our defense can you know lock down the receivers you know last weekend clifford michigan state held him to 189 yards but he had four touchdown passes he had one interception as well it looks like it's a nice uh, way to phrase it, holding them to 189 yards. <laughs> um, you know, they have another player. Um, is it his? their tight end, Freemurth? Fryermurth? I don't know. very good, yeah. He is extremely good as well, so he will need to be locked down as well. He had three of their four touchdowns that they scored against Michigan State that day. So I think he's second or third in um, receptions behind Hamler, too. Yeah, so it looks like the those two receivers are the you know the main targets. Um, so uh, defending them will be key. I and I hope that they'll have a scheme, and I would assume that they would to kind of lock down those two corners. Yeah, those two receivers. That is. I uh, flipping it over to our offense too. They got a couple studs at D end and Tony and Gross Matos. I don't know if you guys uh, have watched much of that. Yeah, but. they have a pretty stifling defense, which I wanted to ask you guys that. that how are we going to fare against? I know. And, you know, I've always been questionable about gopher offenses. You know, usually our defense is the more, you know, is the better squad on a gopher team. And our offenses have been improving, but this is going to be a real challenge for the gophers. Yeah, just looking at the numbers, though, I mean, I know we haven't played the toughest competition yet, but we've averaged 38.4 points a game. Mm-hmm. And like to give a comparison, the team right behind us who's averaging 38.2 is Oregon. So, I mean, oh wow, competition-wise, I know it's not been the best, but I don't know if Oregon's really had the greatest either. I mean, Washington, USC, but... Um, Penn State is... I'm, I'm not saying... This doesn't trump our number, I don't think, or anything. I just... Uh, Penn State's defense is averaging giving up 9.9 points a game. Wow. Under yeah. 10 points a game. <laughs> they are number nine in total defense. They're number two in rush defense, giving up less than 70 yards a game. Mm. Uh, this is what surprised me, though. So I, I looked up their, their D-line uh, stats. You named the two, Shaka, Shaka Tony and Gross Matos. Mm-hmm. He, don't get me wrong. Those are their best. DNs by far, but it's not like they have themselves huge numbers. It's that they both have five and a half sacks each. Like they're deep. right, yeah. Their their team has a total of thirty sacks, and the Gophers haven't been necessarily bad at sacking the quarterback, but we only have a total of nineteen through the same amount of right. games. 
Uh, it's going to be a challenge for the, the offensive line. And uh, they're playing almost eight deep at the D-line yeah. spot. Which... I did see one of their D-linemans um, for Penn State. He's um, suspended or something like that for spitting on someone on the field. Yeah, he spit on his part in last year. Yeah, <laughs> and he, so, as far as I know, he I played, played, but, but I mean, there is a lot of, like you said, they're so deep. I mean, it's really not going to affect them ent- immensely. I think he was a starter, though. I think. He was a starter, yeah. So, I mean, that helps. Yeah, that's true. I do think we're the best so, offense they've played by far, though. Yeah. What about defensively? Defensively for, like, their defense? For the goal for... Yeah, do you think that, you know, faring against us, do you think our defense, where do you think in their previous opponents that we that we rank? Our defense, uh, it Michigan's depends. probably up there. Yeah, but Michigan's yeah. defense has stunk against the run for like yeah the first half of the year. We're probably up there. I yeah, think they so. played Michigan State. I mean, Michigan State's kind of they're decent. Eh, yeah, I'd so, like to say see if people start tuning into this from other, they're gonna think we're so biased, which is a little true, but. Right. Just looking at right. the stats, we're, I mean, we're we're like ninth in the country, I think, in passing defense right now. Mm-hmm. So wow, that's that's great. I mean, and I mean, Antoine Winfield Jr. is having an All American year right now. I mean, he's playing out of his mind, and that's great. He's so um, good at positioning himself to like come up with like tip ball picks and stuff. Mm-hmm. He just always seems to yeah. be in the right spot, and I think he's playing his best football now because. He wasn't. He was missing some plays that he usually makes earlier in the year, but mm-hmm. I mean that'll happen coming off an ACL injury and just getting back into it. But mm-hmm. I, I actually feel, especially if Kamal Martin can go and he's like 85 percent, I think the defense will be able to hold its own enough for us to give us a chance to win the game. I agree. I think that if we can, you know, have a nice. Our defense plays soundly, and if our offenses can make a push and not, you know, have three and outs over and over again, just getting good field position, I, th- I think we have a solid chance of winning. I know, I know, Max, you're saying this game makes you nervous, and rightfully so. But I honestly, like, with this offense, I just keep, I feel like we keep saying, um, let's go see. Okay, but have we played anybody yet? Have we played anybody yet? And I feel like most, for the most part, it's slowly gotten competition kind of been like getting ramped up as we went along a little bit minus Rutgers. Right. Sure, I, right. just, I just like to see this, like the old line has been playing so well. I want to see what we're going to do against like probably a top five D line in the country. Mm-hmm. I would have to agree too. I mean, this is our first big challenge. So um, it, it would be huge, you know, to play a solid game against these guys. I mean, it would be a huge statement, I think in general to everybody. Rather than laying an egg out there, yeah, at eleven a.m. in TCF Bank Stadium. <laughs> got so, any yeah. keys for our offense? You think we got to have Max? Well, just looking at the numbers again, I know it's tough to compare sometimes, but when you look at that Michigan Penn State game, just the way Michigan kind of battled back and almost seemed like Penn State just got gassed at the end, and I, I was curious to see Michigan ran the ball forty times. Oh, wow. I mean, if we can pound their defense and just take it to them, and then too, looking at our passing offense, I mean, we're sixth in passing yards per attempt. 
Wow. I mean, if we can just pound the rock Morgan. and then get those big chunk yards, I'm not really worried about our offense. I'm. I don't well, know. This I'm is not, great. I'm not worried about. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not worried, worried about, about the our defense. offense or defense more than one or the other. But we're good. About, <laughs> I don't know. They're just uh, just worried in general. It's just a Gopher fan, you know. Like, oh yeah, I know. You know, I gotta say, I'm with Curtis. You know, you know. Side note here, just a little Penn State Minnesota history. It's actually a rivalry game for those anyone knows yeah. out there that don't know. It's for the governor's victory bell. Um, it's actually due to the fact that in 1993. It was to commemorate Penn State's entry into the Big Ten Conference. We were actually their first game in the Big Ten. Um, so as a commemoration for the moment, you know, we've presented this bell. And since then, we have been playing Penn State. Um, Penn State leads 9-5 to historically. Largest victory for them, 56-3 to back in 94. That would be in the Dome. Um, and they did win in our last matchup. I'm sure you fellas remember that one at Penn State. Their 29 to 26 vic- overtime victory against um, a Mitch Leidner led Gopher squad. That was on day. Let the receiver go down the middle of the field, and I will yeah. never understand why we were and, dominating that game until that play. Yep, and I just vividly remember seeing former offensive line and offensive coordinator Matt Limegrover hoisting up that trophy <laughs> right after the game on TV. So, yeah. I remember when Saquon would run that little inside zone and get like six and a half yards and it'd be like, yes, we stopped him. <laughs> right. We actually shut him down until overtime. Right. It was a yeah. solid game. It was actually a good game. And if you guys remember three years prior to that, uh, we actually won at home 24 to 10 against Penn State. Yep. I think that we match up usually when we play them, you know, especially in these past years, you know, we've matched up pretty well against them. We play them. Granted, I think this Penn State squad has been probably the best one that we've faced in recent years. Um, and obviously we have a new coaching staff and everything since we played them. And, we only meet this team at least twice, two times during you know a six-year cycle, being that we have this new Big Ten yeah. in place. But I think it'll be an interesting matchup, and I think we're we're gonna have ourselves a good game to watch. Yeah, to be again, I'm not. If we play a clean game, like no turnovers, I can't see us getting just absolutely blown out. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think I think what's gonna come down to is. Well, Tanner Morgan finding guy like continuing to do what Tanner Morgan's been doing is just finding right. the guy that's open. Um, I think if they really key down on the run, they're going to be able to stop it. You know, when they go and sell out for it, um, mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be able to keep it open for the play action. I think we're going to see more play action to the tight ends, kind of like you started to see in Nebraska. You guys remember the drop by yeah. Paulson wide open. Yeah. I think we're going to see the mm-hmm. tight ends come back in the passing game, but um, yeah, their their two starting corners are a senior and a junior, but after that, it's mainly freshmen. So I'd like to see maybe Autumn Bell gets loose against these guys. I don't know how much right. they can actually focus on taking away just Bateman or just Johnson. Yeah, um, and Bell is definitely a threat himself as well. Um, we're going to have to just utilize everybody, you know. Yeah, any way possible. I think if we're able to run the ball to at least get it to manageable situations for like, you know, third and five or shorter, 
I think it's really going to mm-hmm. come down to Tanner Morgan making enough throws and the receivers making enough catches downfield. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's what's going to win or lose the game for us, to be honest. And uh, yeah, this is important. You know, let's look at you know, let's look ahead. You know, this is pretty important game if you look out you know look you know and you know the remainder of the season here these last four games is what we've been waiting for all year could we agree on that i mean these games are extremely important for these gophers um now honestly we control our own destiny you know if we went out we obviously you know would go to the big 10 championship that which would be fantastic um but it's really a battle, you know, Iowa and Minnesota, the, or I'm sorry, Wisconsin, two games behind. They're thinking that they have a shot if they can just win their upcoming games. I mean, Iowa and Wisconsin still have to go at each other. That so loser is eliminated from the race right there. Exactly. Yep. So they play each other this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they um, do. There's so, so many games this weekend. It's right. Awesome. So Fair that's, a, I mean, that's a huge game in its own right, you know, just between them. So. Uh, I mean, it's this is the funnest part of the year, I think, in my opinion. These last four games are so important, you know, not just for us, but for everyone around college football. So this will be great. I want to get your guys' uh, you know, I know I kind of gave away my key to the game already, but I want to get your guys' key to the game and then a score prediction here for the for the Gopher Penn State game before we move on. Perfect. All right. Um. Here are my keys to the game. A, protect the football, number one. No fumbles, no interceptions, no dumb penalties. I think that that's number one, but, you know, that's obviously always a key to the game. But I think the biggest thing is it starts up front. Our offensive line, if they can have a good game and they can protect Tanner Morgan, have a good run-heavy run offense, you know, open up play action or something like that, I think that'll be huge as well as the defensive side. If we can create a push, I think we can disrupt everything that's inside of the pocket, you know, for their quarterback. Uh, I think that if we can do all of those things, the Gophers win in a nice game with an, you know, an end-of-the-game field goal drilled down the center, 24-21. to 21. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Call it a shot. Yeah, Thanks I mean, well. I, think, I think it's going to be such an evenly matched game. If you look at it, I know the numbers sometimes it's it's tough to compare, but I mean, how often do you find where both offense and defense are so evenly matched that, I mean, I think this is going to come down to, we need to score early. I mean, an interesting nugget with Penn State is they haven't been down by more than seven points yet this year. So hopefully wow. we can come out, if we can take the ball right away, punch them in the mouth or right away, get a stop on defense and go down and score, get up seven, nothing, hopefully get them in a panic and to just stuff them on defense. If we can get up early, get up 10 points early, and then just control the ball, control the football. I mean, like you said, Spencer, don't turn it over. And then, too, with these evenly matched games, it always seems like special teams, which sometimes seems like a small part. It can only be one or two plays, but that could determine the game. Like you said, with a field goal late, maybe a big – we can prevent a big kick return from mm-hmm. Hamler. Mm-hmm. Any little – it's going to come down to one or two plays. Really. Yeah, a nice solid return, punt return, you know, by um... – Douglas, right? I mean, yeah. that would be nice to get us in good field position. Right. I'm gonna kind of, yeah. I'm gonna come back in here and combine what you guys said and form a final thought on this thing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah, my uh, score prediction. Sorry, oh, my yeah. score prediction sorry, sorry, is twenty-one fourteen, Gophers. Oh, so, I like that. 
All right. I like what you said, Max, about getting on them early, especially tying in with the uh, the young quarterback for the most part. It's his first year as a starter there at Penn State. So maybe get him to press a little bit and try and force it to, to uh, Hamler if, you know, maybe he's not open all the time, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to bring up, too, I forgot to bring up, uh, our defense has been great all year long at not giving up the big play. I think we're like, right. Last I checked, which was all it was before the Maryland game, but we were like sixth in uh least amount of like, I don't know what they're called. I think that basically big plays, it was 20 or more yards given up on a play. And we were tied for uh sixth fewest in the country, which has been awesome. I think that'll be really wow. key because um, I'm going to cite Ryan Burns again. Cause I, I listened to his stuff too. Uh, he brought up a good point. Penn State, like Maryland, they have very few drives this year in Big Ten play scoring drives that have been seven plays or longer. I believe they're they. I think he said they only have six or seven of them. Actually, that's mm-hmm. too high. So it's probably less than that. Anyway, I should look that up. I think that'll be key for the defense to keep us in is limiting the big play, and I think we're going to do it. I think Tanner Morgan's going to come up with enough throws. I think we're going to jump on them, guys. I made this prediction early. I know nothing is telling me this is going to be the score, but I'm going to just go with it um, because I pick with my heart half the time. I'm going Gophers 35, Penn State 21. Wow, nice. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I do like it, too. You know, I'm going to back and just talk about how stupid yeah. I was. I brought, up all the, <laughs> I brought up all these stats about vaunting their defenses and all this stuff, and I'm just, <laughs> you know it. Oh, <laughs> I'll say though, Kurt, it's interesting that these Gophers and these rivalry games, sometimes if we come out there hot, kind of like you said, Max, if we kind of come out there with some sort of fire, I mean, we kind of get on our rivals. I mean, do you guys remember, Curdy? I know you remember that Iowa game years back. I mean, when we got on them, granted that was numerous years ago, but like Wisconsin last year, we really got on them too, I think just kind of played sound football all game. Uh, I think if we can just do that this year, you know, and we're definitely improved from last season, I think we could beat them by two scores. Okay. Yeah. A lot would have to break our way. I think we would have to get them to press and like force a couple turnovers, but that's Mm -hmm. what I think is going to happen. I'm I'm staying with it. 35-21, we control the ball a lot. Hamler gets one. You know, I'm thinking Hamler – gets like 85 yards and a touchdown against us, which sounds maybe like a lot, but I think that's actually pretty decent containment on a guy like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we're, yeah. All, we're all seeing a go for victory. I, I think we're, I think, I think we're going to do it fellas. I really do. I think that we're going to bring this bell back home. Uh, we don't see Penn state again until 2022. So um, we're going to have to enjoy this one for sure. Good riddance. Yeah. To be quite <laughs> honest, I know they're a rival because it's a trophy. I've never, they've never been like, a, you know, like. A, oh, no. They're not Iowa. They're not they're Wisconsin. Not Iowa. They're not, not Wisconsin. even Michigan, you know. Definitely not. Definitely not. But, so this um, is just an icing on the cake game. If we really think about it, this game is just icing on the cake. With huge um, implications. <laughs> right. With Yes, with, with, with big implications. That's This, this icing on the cake is either going to taste really good or give us a heart attack and mm-hmm. health going forward. And then we right. Alabama on LSU. I was just going to say. Outside uh, <laughs> of the realm, yeah. I was actually going to bring that game up to you guys. I feel like 
you know, we're all huge college football fans here. It'd be kind of silly of us not to talk about mm-hmm. what they're going with number one and number two. ESPN's already called it game of the year. I don't know how you say that when the game hasn't been played yet, but um, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, uh, just, I guess, anticipation. You guys think is going to play? I do. I think that they'll play him. Um, I mean, this is Alabama and LSU's biggest game of the year. Um, why wouldn't you? Um, I think Nick Saban is being Nick Saban. Not really getting into it right now, but I think we see Tua on Saturday. Yep. Yeah. Alabama's going to have some, you know, crazy medical miracle, and they're, he's going to be fine. <laughs> well, he played with it last year, I guess. So. Yeah. I mean. Uh, you I, know, to be honest, fellas, I just can't. I I don't know where you guys stand. This LSU offense is formidable. I mean, they're playing great. That Burrow is a great quarterback. I mean, he might win the Heisman, honestly, just from. He should be the Heisman leader right, right. now. Right. He's, he's, he's playing right phenomenally. Now. But I got to tell you, I can't I take, see sorry, them beating Alabama. I just can't see them beating Alabama. I just think that they're stifling and they have the game at home. It'll be interesting. X, you want to add anything? Uh, I was just kind of curious. I looked up what Vegas has it. They've got LSU as a six-point underdog, which seems about right. But the over-under is 65. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think so, too. I I would hammer. Exciting. I don't know if I'd hammer the over. I would hammer LSU by six. Yeah. It's always scary though when it's like under seven. You know, like, that's so interesting because years ago, <laughs> Alabama LSU, we were hoping for some touchdowns and for some scores. <laughs> yes, don't bring you up know, that awful championship game. <laughs> so uh, the worst one I've probably ever watched in my life. That uh, and or, Bama or just Notre Dame. out Notre Dame. Yeah, uh, I was just gonna say that. Terrible. Uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna disagree with I don't know who Max. Did you pick a winner? Uh, I think LSU is going to win. I I also I think LSU is going to win. Also, yeah. Uh, two weeks ago, I said Bama's going to win by twenty, and then I sat down. I really thought about it. I'm like, they're always talking about Bama struggling to run the football consistently this year. Tua's going to be not a hundred percent. LSU's defense. Well, actually, they just lost one of their best pass rushers. I don't know why. He just said he's off the team, but. Excluding that. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I, I don't know. I just sit on anyone. I, I just have a feeling of it might be it might be destiny's time for LSU. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I just love Coach O. He's awesome. I, I do too. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'm a little I'm tired of Bama. I won't be shocked if Bama wins, but I I think LSU is gonna win by Flip it. I think LSU is going to win by six. It's going to be close. Okay. All right. That's a good guess. Now, looking ahead for both of these teams, too, I think they lose this game and win out. They both have a good argument to making the college football playoff. Um, I think if Bama loses, they're in big trouble. If Bama loses and LSU wins out, I don't see how Bama's going to – Bama's going to need a lot of help to get in, I think. It'll. It's these last games are just so. It, it's so crucial, you know. That's, for, that's um. 
you know, I and I think a lot of this will be answered with the uh, the rankings coming out tomorrow, I believe. That's right. Yep. First I rankings. Would, let's do uh let's do a top ten prediction here, uh guys. What do you sure. think? Not what you think they should be, because I, I guarantee you mine won't match what the committee has, but that's why I'm not on it. Um, not what we think they should be, but what I think they will do. Exactly. What do you think the committee will have yep. in the top? It, it, at least the top, like, seven or yeah. eight. Okay. What do you think that top eight looks like? Um. All right. I'm going to start. Uh, where should I start here? At number one. Start at number one. I yeah. think that they're going to come out with Clemson number one. And here's why, fellas. I, I don't, I'm not saying that because that's who I think it is, right? I'm saying it, that's who they're going to pick. Why? They won last year. They're undefeated. I think that the committee takes that precedence over everything. I just think that that's what, how they're going to view it. I could be wrong, but I think that that's what they'll do. Um, Bama, it's hard to say. Either Bama or Clemson will be one or two, but Bama is a close number two behind them. Um, you know, obviously they're, you know, one of the top teams in the country. They're definitely going to make it there. Um, I have Ohio State number three. Um, obviously, I think those fellas are the most consistent team in all of college football. I hear it from our friend Sammy P all the time. But he's right. He's absolutely right. They're so consistent. They're playing great football. They don't Shank make mistakes. Be up for the Heisman also. I was right. going to add that in earlier. Amen. That I mean, they're just a great football team. So, and I feel like they're kind of being slept on, uh, you know, in terms of Clemson, Alabama, and LSU. I think that they're they're going to be up there. Um, and then number four, LSU. I have um, obviously those are the top four teams. Regardless, um, the order really is kind of up for grabs there, but I think that's how they rank it. Uh, five, six, seven, eight. Um, I have Penn state number five, who okay. these gophers are going to play. Um, I do have a Georgia team, um, at number six. Um, I have a Utah team at number seven and then Oregon at number eight. Um, yeah, we can stop at eight. I think, I think that's it for me. Um, Although I, I don't really like Pac-12 teams. They just don't cut it for me. Uh, I like the Trojans out of USC, um, just, you know, out of preference and bias. But I just think that that's how they're going to rank them tomorrow, fellas. Max, you want to go next? Yeah. Um, I will have to disagree a little bit. I think they do take into account, you know, the full body work of this season. I hope, at least. That's, mm-hmm. what, they, that's what they say. Yeah. Right. Um, so hopefully if they do that, I think they're going to have LSU number one, Ohio State number two, um, LSU mainly just for their schedule. I mean, Texas, Auburn, Florida. The best resume so far. Yeah. And I, I this is just personally, I don't think Florida is a top 10 team, but I, that's oh. still a good win. And they, I mean, they won 42 oh, to 28. So they handily beat a solid Florida team. Um, but yeah, I think they'll have LSU one, Ohio State two, number three. I think they'll have Alabama. Uh, number four, I think they'll have Penn State beating Michigan and Iowa. I think they're going to take that into account. Uh, number five, I think they'll have Clemson. Uh, just looking at their schedule, they haven't played anyone. 
Um, yeah, they just played Wofford and destroyed yeah. <laughs> them. I mean, I mean, I think I think Clemson would be higher had they not had that near miss against North Carolina. That was, I mean, oh I, yeah, it's, it's tough to say there's such a thing as a bad win, but you can't take a lot of credit for beating a average at best team by so little points when you're supposed to be the number one, number two team in the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, it, you, it's hard to say that way. Like, well, you're a top team. You have to beat these guys by so many points, but I mean, it wins a win. I get it. Like you can't discredit them for winning the game, but I think North Carolina is an okay team to be honest. No, they are. But if you're going to be Clemson, I don't know. I feel like you got to yeah. prove it to the committee in a way, but sure. I still think they'll have them up there at five. Uh, six, I think they'll have, uh, I feel like six, seven, and eight, that's just all the same. Yeah. I think uh, the next one is definitely Georgia. Yeah, it's six, yeah. six Georgia, seven Utah, eight Oregon, pretty much the same as what So Georgia has got the worst loss out of probably any of those top. Yeah, it's yeah. really hard. To get, I feel bad, but it's really hard to. I mean, just, yeah. I feel like Georgia, Auburn, and Florida are all just going to eat each other. <laughs> yeah, that's an SEC disaster. I, um, what, yeah, what about you, Curdy? What do you think? Do you want to put those guys in an order, Max, or are you just going to, like, flush? Um, I think they'll have, yeah, Georgia, Utah, Oregon, I think is what they're going to have. All right. Number one. I agree. I think they'll reward LSU. And they're going to bring up Texas as a nice non-conference win, which uh, at the time we thought, well, how, <laughs> yeah. good is, how good is Texas now? I mean, they're, they're okay. They're Great. top probably 20. They're top 25. I'll, I think we're safe saying that. But uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You never really mm-hmm. know. Texas. But, um, yeah, LSU for all the reasons you guys said. Or Max, I guess. Spencer Adam four, I think. Um, Two, I, I, they're gonna go Bama. I don't, I don't think I wouldn't have it, but I just have a feeling they're gonna go Bama. Um, it's not a bad guess. I just they like. I think part of this first rankings they like getting people talking because it's good for, you know, mm-hmm. that saying no publicity is bad publicity, as long as mm-hmm. it's not like legal crime or something. But uh, right. I think they'll go LSU one. To Bama, um, I and this is where I'm. Tor- they might. I would not be shocked at all if they come out Clemson number three. And here's here's why. You know what Clemson reminds me of right now? Except I think they're better than this team. Do you remind me of the? Remember the first college football playoff, Florida State. G- they repeat. Yeah, with Jimbo, national champions with Jimbo and Jameis back. And they mm-hmm. won every game in the ugliest way possible, but they were mm-hmm. undefeated and the defending national champs. You know what I mean? Right. And There's they went no and they way. played that Oregon Duck team. I, yeah, and yeah, exactly. But there's no way they're going to leave that defending national championship team who was so good last year that's undefeated. I don't see them leaving them out of the top four. I think you can't. I, yeah, I think they'll try and do what they do with Florida State with be like, okay, you're playing a little ugly, which to be honest, I think the everyone talking about how ugly Clemson's been playing has been a little bit overplayed. They're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, right. 
you know, I think they maybe will try and, you know, if Clemson messes up, they're done. So, you know, I think they will probably stick Ohio State three and Clemson four, but I think they're going to put Bama and LSU at the top. Five. Yeah. I agree. They'll go, I think they'll go Penn State. Um, couple nice wins there and no losses, which is the big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, six. They've had a pretty decent schedule too. Six. I don't know if they'll go Georgia or Utah. I'm guessing Georgia because I think everyone's gut feeling is Georgia's the better team, but that loss was brutal. South Carolina's yeah. not that good of well, a team. Well, Utah did lose to the USC team, so. I think USC, well, I think USC is probably a little bit better of a loss than South Carolina. To be honest. I would agree. But, um, yeah, at home, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a bad. It was a bad loss and, for Utah. And South Carolina was using their backup quarterback and had a starting <laughs> tackle out that the whole game, and then they lost another tackle like early mm-hmm. in the game. So I don't, I, I don't know how Georgia lost that game, but they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they'll probably put Georgia. Then I'd go Utah, and then Oregon. That's only seven. Is that seven? <laughs> I think so. That's seven. Uh, eight, they'll probably go. That's eight. Sorry, I forgot about Penn State at five. Yeah, so I pretty much agree with the AP rankings for the most part. I have a couple flipped, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, all of our, I think we're all in the same kind of agreement how they're going to play it out. It's just how they're going to approach it. I think it'll be interesting to see. What about the Gophers? Where do you think the committee will have the Gophers in the top 25 in their own? Probably this. Um, well, there's somewhere uh, in that 12 to 15. Yeah. So here I have the AP pulled up right here. I'm going to list. We're at 13 right now. I'll list the next like 12, 11, 10. I don't see them putting us ahead of most of these. Like Auburn's right there at 12. They have that win over Oregon, and that's going to hold weight forever because, you know, they're in the SEC. Right. Baylor's ahead of us. They're undefeated. Probably a slightly better competition at this point. Not much, I don't think, but the committee will probably think so. Florida at 10. Two losses, but hey. They played I get it. I get it. I hate (laughs) that so much. I'm not going to go into it. That's a rant for a different time. Oklahoma at nine. We're not getting ranked out of Oklahoma. There will be another podcast on that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We can probably do a podcast. Maybe we can do one like a reaction to the first rankings if we feel like it or have the time. But yeah. yeah, I think. So, how would you guys have the top four? Not that the, not the way the committee would, but your own personal top four. What do you guys think? <sighs> My own po- personal top four right now, fellas. Here it is. I do have LSU at number one. Um, I have Alabama at number two, three Ohio State, four Clemson. I would have a. I would go exactly the AP twenty five. I think that. That's how it is. I would go, my personal top four right now is number one, Ohio State. They've looked the best on both sides of the ball. LSU's defense has given up points this year. Just saying. Mm -hmm. They're not like that lockdown secondary that they usually are, which makes me a little bit nervous about my Bama or picking Mm -hmm. them to beat Bama. But uh, 
So I'd go one, Ohio State. Two, I would go LSU. They've played the toughest schedule. And it's personally, I think it's a preference at that point because it's like, do you want to value the schedule right now? Or I think Ohio State looks like the most complete team right now, but they haven't done it as, you know, they haven't played as well or as good of teams. So I think right. you could put those two at either one or two, and I don't have a problem with it. But I would go Ohio State one, LSU two. Three, I would, I would go Clemson because I think they're that good. Um, maybe not off to as fast of a start as people were expecting, but I think it, I think they probably still yeah. have the highest ceiling out of any of the four teams, and I think mm-hmm. they're playing better than most people think. Um, so I'd put Clemson three, and then I'd go Bama four. I'm not trying to dog on Bama. If we have any listeners in Bama, I just don't think um, <laughs> they're there yet. I in Above those, definitely top four. I don't think anyone's arguing that here. I agree. I think those are the four best teams in the nation right now. I think you can't leave them out. Um, and I think the committee will have them in there t- as well. Uh, I just think that they kind of have their own criteria, I think. And I think it'll be interesting to see where they're at, where they're at tomorrow when they came out with the rankings. All right. Um, we've been here for 50-some minutes. This'll be a this will be a good spot to wrap it up, fellas. All right. Um well thanks for listening, people. Uh this was a test run kind of. So we'll listen back and see how it went and decide what we liked, didn't like, and uh yeah. it'll only get better from here. So Yeah, okay. leave some comments in the description below. Tell Definitely. us how you feel, what oh, you'd like us to add. Please like and subscribe also, that helps. Mm-hmm. Keeps the keeps yeah, we'll it going. Real... <laughs> oh, what are you say, Max? I said we'll, we'll find out who the real Gopher fans are if they stuck it out this long to listen to this yeah, whole podcast. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and if you want us to talk about anything specific, we could have gone more specific. It was just this was the first podcast. We were trying to get a quick recap in of the whole season because we're so late. I think from here on forward, we'll spend more time on the individual game and you know more names, mm-hmm. stats. Let us know if you like more stats. I like gut feels and stats. I like a preference. Um, it's all good. It's all good. Thanks for tuning in and God bless.